And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post-game show. And as always, this episode Wrap It Up is brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the East End of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the Crew. And as a wise man once said, tell them that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416 917-4833 to book your appointment now. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander, joined by my guy Bellamo. What's up, my dude? How you doing? I'm good, brother. You? I mean, I'm alright, but I'm gonna, not as good as the raps. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something. Mm-hmm. I thought that after the game on Friday from mm-hmm. New Orleans, yeah. given that it's Mardi Gras, <laughs> I thought the Raptors would have traded in their jump shot for some beads <laughs> and they would have came out sluggish. Nope. Wow. They came out looking good. good, man. I'm going to second game. that because what I thought and what I wrote down, I tweeted this out as well. Yep. The Raptors had a Saturday night off in Miami. Yeah. A Saturday night in Miami for normal folk is a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. A Saturday night in Miami when you're an NBA player is a great time. What a time to be alive. So I thought the Raptors, Saturday night off in Miami, mm-hmm. an afternoon game. game the next day. With an hour less of sleep yep. and no Kawhi, I've said I'll be very impressed if the Raptors win this game. Yeah, I was the not same, that I, I thought the they're going to lose, but I would be impressed with a victory. Yeah, I thought and it'd be a close one. They basically ran the Heat out Wait of the gym. Up. No, like it wasn't a close game no. really. No. It was kind of only became close when yeah, the Miami the Heat. The second quarter, yeah. But only two when the my when the Raptors kind of allowed the Heat to get back yeah. in the game, if that makes sense. Yeah. The Raptors were in total control, and one of the big themes that I talked about in the game against the Pelicans that transferred over to this game as well. Mm-hmm. The Raptors were totally focused on setting the pace and the tempo in this game. Yeah. I haven't even said the score yet. That's how hyped yeah. I am. One twenty five, one oh four. Raptors win. One twenty five, one oh four, and the Toronto Raptors. This was a game, I mentioned no Kawhi Leonard. Patrick yep. McCaw got the start, mm-hmm. which at first I, I was kind of like, oh, okay. But it was explained by Nick Nurse and makes total sense. He looked like a the genius with this one. He said that he wanted to keep the bench unit of Jeremy Lin, OG, okay. and Norman Powell together mm-hmm. so that they continue to get reps and build chemistry together. So putting McCaw in the starting lineup allows you to keep that rotation going. Yeah. Also, another thing, if we look at the since Fred Van Fleet's gone down with injury, Norm had a shot at the starting when Kawhi was out of the lineup. OG also had a shot at it, and Jeremy Lin did as well. And they all struggled. So, was so that's a, yeah, yeah, that's other. That's also another point there. But hey, McCaw played great. Yeah, you did. The Raptors as a team played great, and he hit all his threes too. I think. Well, the Raptors were oh, just yeah. Speaking on of fuego, right? Yeah. Uh, the stat is what? Franchise record 21 made threes for the Toronto Raptors yeah. in this game. They shot 52% from the three-point line. Lights out. Can, like, is this the peak of what this team is when they're shooting threes like that? I know Kawhi Leonard's not there, but I'm just talking about if this team knocks down threes, can they be beat by anyone in the Eastern <sighs> Conference? Well, I mean, it'd be tough to beat them like this, but <laughs> yeah, it, they're making their shots, but another point too was they're thirteen and one. I think it was when they have thirty or more assists. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing you noticed was the shot was going down, especially from three. But the ball movement was smooth. Incredible ball. It was movement. nice. Yeah. And I even made the point too. I was like, I'd love to know the stat, but is it seems like sometimes maybe the ball movement 
isn't that smooth when Kawhi's in because it's more of an ISO. Yeah. You know what I mean? They play a little mm-hmm. bit fresher. And it, I mean, it was an A plus game today. I a think. A plus game. I know it was Miami, but still A plus by the Raptors without Kawhi, especially. I definitely think that, you know, especially early on mm-hmm. in the season, the ball movement lacked with Kawhi. And, yeah. you know, Getting he, he was more. Job. Yeah. And I think they've gotten a bit better. Even the, in the game on Friday, we were talking about that a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball movement was great, and Kawhi was getting such easy baskets on that game on yeah. Friday where he was getting a lot of layups, he was getting a lot of dunks, everything was towards the basket. And this game as well, the other genius part of what Nick Nurse did in putting McCaw in the starting lineup, he also had McCaw play defense full court. So McCaw was guarding Justice Winslow, who's not really a point guard, but they've had the most success this season yeah. for Miami with him at the starting point guard spot. So McCaw playing defense on him like that, full court, that is also giving the Raptors a chance to set the pace and mm-hmm. set the tempo and speed up the game. Because Miami wants to play slow. They want to play in the half court. Yeah. The Raptors, no. They want your guy, Siakam, oh, yeah. up and down, running the floor, getting all those leak-out passes from Kyle Lowry. Pascal Siakam had another very good game with 20 points on 8 of 12 shooting, yeah, add in 5 rebounds, add in 5 assists, and he took like the fourth quarter off. Yeah. But Pascal, the glow up continues. Are you even surprised by anything that this kid does now, or it's just like, no, I expect it now. No, like I said the the last Sunday of the podcast I was on, it's he's our perfect second scorer. You know what I mean? It, it feels like there's no pressure on him too, mm-hmm. right? It's it, it's not like he has to score this. He just does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle's getting them. They're playing great with Kyle as well. Even when Kawhi's in, I know Kawhi wasn't in tonight. He. He's playing up to expectations. He's he's playing just as good with Kawhi in a full team yeah. as he is when Kawhi's not in. We'll say maybe a little bit more pressure or load on him, right? Yeah. The, the globe's real. <laughs> Siakam's. I don't know. D'Lo might have something to say with this, but as far as it stands, by my point, the Raptors have the most improved player in the league. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. And the other thing too that I found interesting about Pascal <laughs> Siakam this season is the fact that. He gets probably eight to ten points a game just off hustle. Yes. <laughs> so it's just running the floor, keeping that pace. Kyle Lowry's finding him on the leak outs, but it's just him hustling so a, and you running said the, the floor. Scouting report from yes. a member back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That was his scouting report. It's, this kid hustles. He just goes. The motor is crazy. The motor that you know people laugh on draft night because keeps getting brought up yeah. by uh, Jay Billis or whoever's yeah. on the draft shows they talk about motor and it's like when you watch Pascal Siakam that's what that mm-hmm. term means because he yeah. just doesn't stop and and I mean besides uh Ananobi who's an athletic player there, we don't really have someone like Siakam not like we have two three right yeah. so we, he kind of stands out in that sense and it's good to have a a player like that right mm-hmm. no I totally agree yeah it's just an interesting thing to see just how much, like, if Leo talked about it during the game, but if you're a young kid watching basketball and you're just seeing how much effort, like, how much of Siakam's success is just because of effort. Yeah. Like, that's crazy yep. to see what this kid is doing for the Raptors being such an, a big, huge part of the team. And it's turning, it's effort on both ends of the floor because it's turning defense into offense, and it's crazy. But let's go through a bit of just what happened in the game. We'll wrap through that quickly. I'll just kind of gloss over that. But early on, um, again, getting out and running, Lowry pushed the pace. Raptors had an early 11-2 run, big first quarter. (laughs) And it was great passing from Lowry, great passing from Lowry to Danny Green. Danny Green was hitting those threes early. Some nice in your face run up off the dribble. 
it's swish. And when those are going in, yeah. the Raptors are a difficult team to stop. But when you're getting this production from your perimeter players from three-point land, Kyle Lowry was 6 of 11 from three. Yeah. Danny Green was 5 of 8 from three. And Patrick McCall was 3 of 3 from three. <laughs> Tongue twister there. <laughs> 3 of 3 from three. Got it? Yeah. Cool. Got it. Okay. So when you're when you have your perimeter player shooting the lights out like that, and then you have Norm coming off the bench to go three of five, that's just incredible play. And it started from the beginning. You could tell it was kind of the game plan, push the pace, push the pace. They started out knocking down threes like crazy. And even when you get to halftime, Raptors were up four of their starters were in double digits. Yeah. And they had 19 assists on their first 24 made field goals. The the thing too about just before halftime, which I think was probably, I mean, I know it was a blowout, guys, but there there was a turning point in this game, mm-hmm. and it was just before the half. Miami started pushing their way back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Was it Bam Adebayo had that technical? That yes, are, he right? hung on the rim. So I mean, Miami was kind of pushing. You could see maybe okay, this is where the Raptors start to look a bit sluggish. Mm-hmm. I think Nurse might have put back in his starting lineup of McCaw, Abaka, Green, yeah. right? And then they went on a 14-0 run. And the next thing you know, like that was from the half. And that's look back from there, right? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, right? The the shots and the key was when Miami made the run, <clears throat> it could have been way worse, but the yeah. Raptors at least maintained some level of defensive intensity to yes. keep it to to not to bend but not break. It was about to a three use point, that Miami adage, came right? to within three, I think, right? Totally. And, and then, then went back to ten. The run just came out of nowhere. McCaw hits a big three. He hit two big threes in that mm-hmm. run. Also, you mentioned the Kyle and or even Serge Ibaka had a big three yeah. in that 14 yes, 0 run as did. well. And just before the half, it's just like, nope, calm down. We got this. We got this. No worries at all. We probably it's much better to enjoy club live on the Sunday. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> they got a game tomorrow. They're not staying in Miami. Tonight. Well, I mean, I'm the crowd could have got into it at that point. Yeah, right. And it yeah. kind of just quieted them down. Definitely. And when you're getting that kind of production, there's the other part of this was, so McCaw plays great. They shoot a bunch of threes. The ball movement was crazy. I wrote down what the crazy start was from the ball movement, but now I can't find it because, of course, but I'm going to keep talking to, until I find the stat here, but I can't find it, so I'm just going to switch we'll gears. But here's the thing, right? The Toronto Raptors, when you're shooting like that <laughs> from three, you're it's tough to stop that team, Yes. first off. Secondly, the ball movement, and that's a part where Mark Gasol comes in mm-hmm. because there's the so much talk still pass. about gasol and surge and all that stuff and how that how is this going to work who starts who comes off the bench and they talked about it during the broadcast but marcus Gasol, uh leo was talking about it he said marcus Gasol's thing is he doesn't care about stats he's like the stats don't oh, matter yeah. to him he doesn't care about who comes off the bench or who starts his assist numbers people pay attention to it a lot when it's successful when it's not there you think that Oh, he might have had a bad game. But the reality is he's saying that he correctly, he's just worried about making the correct pass. Mm -hmm. And that's all you can do. And you see a lot of the hockey assists where it's just ball movement. And that becomes contagious. I think that's the thing that is so cool to see because it's not always going to be stat sheet stuff for Marc Gasol. It's other little things. The intangibles. Leadership as well. Yeah. There's a great play early on. Opens the floor. Yeah. There's a great play early on where um, he's on with the bench unit Mm -hmm. with Norm, OG, Jeremy Lin, and uh, Powell had the ball at the top of the key. And you can see Gasol look over at 
OG and waves him off, like, clear out, clear out. Yeah, yeah. And then they ran the side pick and roll, him and Norm. Norm hits him with the nice pass, gets the bucket. And it's just, you see the confidence building with him that he can start, you know, conducting things, let's say, mm-hmm. on the offensive end. And we know the same thing with the defense. Yeah. Because the defense happened, Leo pointed it out, it was a pick and roll play, and he hedges out so far on Dwayne Wade. Forces them into a yeah. turnover. It's those little things. It's not going to be in the box score, but it's those intangibles to me that in the playoffs, of course, that's wins you games. Yeah, and and the big, the big debate. I mean, I guess when you're in this kind of position as the Raptors are in, you nitpick a bit, yes, right? Yes. Toronto fans do that, but it's a great the problem. Big, to the have. big, the, yeah. I mean, the big debate is Gasol starts mm-hmm. or Gasol comes off the bench, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, either way, I, I don't think you could go wrong. Yeah. But like you were just saying there with uh, McCaw and with Powell and him, he just makes everybody better, especially yeah. the young guys, right? Yeah. And that's no knock on Abaka. That's the one thing that Abaka can't do. And Gasol can make those young players better mm-hmm. and they respect them, yeah. right? And, and and like you said, the ball movement, the pick and rolls, all that. And it's just, it's, it's so fluent and it's just, it's, it's effortless. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always show, show up on the stat sheet, but you see those little things, right? Yeah. If you're a basketball, you see those stuff. And, yeah. And, and when I, like, I get hype, I'm know, a basketball yeah, nerd, right? but I get hype when I see Gasol diving on the yeah. ground for loose balls. It's like, I don't see many but centers the do that. line wasn't crazy no. tonight. No. But it's all the other intangible things. Yes. Guys, right. And part of the assist numbers being that high, mm-hmm. right? It's the pass before the assist as well. And those are the things that will be so key for the Raptors because, hey, Kyle can shoot threes really yeah. well. Danny Green, same thing. McCaw can hit an open three. Lynn can hit an open three. Norm can hit all those guys. So ball movement will always win. Always. Someone tweeted during the game, I forget who it was, but they were were saying, is this the Raptors or Golden State Warriors are watching? (laughs) And it was just because the pace of play was so crazy. They're up and down, getting up and down so quickly, but also the open shots, the threes. It was either layups or threes. And... They ran Miami out of the gym. They've beaten Miami now. They're 3-0 and versus Miami this season. Yeah. Miami could be a potential first-round matchup. Yep. And, hey, if you're and the Raps, cool. No worries. One more thing about Gasol, too, is uh, he's he's playing very unselfish right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. He, he's a, everyone knows he's a great three-point shooter for a big man. That's going to come. Yeah. Right, guys? Like, that's... Trust me, that's going to come when he gets more comfortable and, you know, the, the team is playing kind of like under his tutelage of how he wants them, in mm-hmm. a sense, in the bench role. Yeah. Then he's going to start taking a couple more shots and it's going to drop. The other, it's just another weapon, right? The other thing, too, that to me it's so important about how we watch Marc Gasol and mm-hmm. how we as fans are grading his performance yeah. is the fact that Serge Ibaka, the things that Serge Ibaka does it like screams out at you, yeah. not only on the box score, but like those huge blocks. Cool. Like that's obvious, right? The Serge Ibaka. The yeah. The elbow jumper. Yep. When Serge is in the game, that's how he's going to be effective. Of knocking down that elbow jumper. Mm-hmm. You're always going to see that. Yeah. Gasol, whether he's scoring or not, like how many post touches do the raps even give him, right? Exactly. How many shot attempts does Gasol even have? I'm going to yep. look it up in this game tonight, but shot There's attempts. Three six. He took six shots in yep. this game. Serge Ibaka in the starting lineup had seven. Two right? steals, though. A block. So, quiet steals, yeah. though. You know? and, like, and yeah. it's just making, Not loud ones like Ibaka. Yeah, just making these little plays here and there, setting great screens, which is another thing that sounds super nerdy, but if you're paying attention, it's just a great problem for the Raptors to have because you win either way. Because those, those two are good, good players. Those nerdy screens, are, like you say, are what 
lead up to the mm-hmm. nice Siakam slams or exactly. the right the, the wide open, open Kyle three. Lowry three. Oh, yes, yeah. Kyle Lowry said a couple games ago he was like with Gasol in the lineup, like it makes his job so easy. Like yes. he knows if he cuts, he's gonna get the ball. Yeah, and you'll notice uh, someone pointed out the stat the too. other day, but the Raptors assist numbers have gone up since Gasol's been on the team. And the reason is ball movement is contagious. You know that less and less you see the Toronto Raptors, whether Kawhi's in or not. Mm -hmm. Less and less to me, you see with the (laughs) Toronto Raptors, guys just taking it one-on-one. Because, you know, one of the things I always try to point out is when you can tell someone was shooting before they even got the ball. Because they just haven't shot the ball in a while. Yeah. So the guy gets the ball, boom, I'm shooting it because I haven't shot yet. Yeah. You don't see that nearly as much because there's a trust factor here with this ball movement that I'm going to get the ball back Eventually. if I make the correct yep. basketball play. Yeah. I cut, I move, whatever. Read and react. It's perfect. Good point. Yep. Raps looked really good. I got to give them a lot of credit for this <laughs> yeah, game because... They- to blow out the me. Miami Heat. That's like a big that, yeah. win. That's a big, big win. On the, the end of a, a somewhat of a mini road trip, but those are always the toughest games, right? Yep. Especially in Miami, guys. Like, uh, Totally. Uh, let's get, some, let's get to some uh, comments here. What's Someone says, done with YouTube for now. I'm here to talk shit. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Ready to take your comments. Uh, someone says, AO, shout out from Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. Cool. Shout to you guys. Uh, hope you enjoy the pod. Someone says, love what you're doing, Sheldon. Really appreciate it. Thank you from DC. Hope we don't. Uh, hope we give you some some positive light to yeah, talk about. Because I know we have no more Beal talk. Well, we, we did a yeah, a bunch of podcasts before. But thank you for joining. Yeah, totally. Uh, let's see here. Someone says, <coughs> uh, "Keep up the good work. Love the show. Really appreciate that. Thank you." Uh, someone says, "Had to get in." Mm-hmm. Big up to the crew as well. Uh, someone says, "I want to see this peak with better teams." Well, that's going to have, you can't, you play who's in front of you. Yeah. They got OKC, a home and home with OKC coming up. Yeah. So that'll be a test. I mean, anytime you're playing against I mean, LeBron, if that's yeah, a LeBron's test. LeBron's now if, on a if he plays. minute restrict. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what they're I doing? I mean, that's, I was saying that um, to you too as well. Um, it, the Raptors are in kind of a weird situation in the standings. Yeah. Where, yes, they could still catch the Milwaukee Bucks for the first seed mm-hmm. in the Eastern Conference. Pretty much the first seed overall, actually. Yeah. But they're too good of a team for third. So they're kind of in this second. You're right? locked in. Locked in. And, yeah, Kawhi's taking load management games. Game four, when I said the over-under, yeah, by yeah, the way, yeah. if you're keeping track, guys. Um, but it's just like this is now the time for Nurse to shuffle around a couple things, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're in this such a weird, like in the spot where, yeah, right? This is where Nurse can kind of shuffle around and, and then we have Cleveland Lakers coming in and hopefully LeBron plays. So, <laughs> I mean, just there's a little bit more to talk about, right? Yeah. Also too, I'll admit here where, you know, there's certain games where I know I've called out Nick Nurse in terms of just saying, oh, well, what's with this rotation? Yes. Why'd you let the bench in for so long? But you're right and he's right. This is the time where you need to test those things out and yeah. figure out who are your guys, what lineups yeah. work, who plays together, test things out, figure it out. And, you know, I've been saying it all along. The load management thing, people keep looking at it in the sense of Kawhi Leonard's out, what the hell. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the opportunities For given the other to guys. others, yeah, yeah that the load management yeah. has provided. Like, do we see oh. Pascal at the level that he's at now? Without all these games, where I, I, I want to say without Kawhi, he's averaging like twenty. I think he, I think he came into this game averaging twenty-seven and eleven in like the last 
however many games without, without Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. And it's just, do we see that without, you know, the load management stuff? Yes. You know, McCaw getting into the lineup, getting those extra minutes. Starting minutes, yeah. Yeah, Norm getting those extra shots. Whoever the extra shots are coming from. The fact that you made a trade for Marc Gasol and you're still trying to work out him and Serge Ibaka's minutes, but you need their scoring. Yep. Those extra games where you get to test that out. Yeah. To me, that's a big thing. Also, I feel like not just having to rely on Kawhi gives Kyle the confidence oh, that he that needs. He time. needs those games, right? Big time. And you could see. I mean, he's coming off a triple-double. Mm-hmm. Balled out again today. How much do you love when you see the Kyle Lowry hits a three in front of the other team's bench and then just turns and it's like <laughs> yeah. he's like talking shit? Like he's that's never amazing. gonna lose it. That's that's just Kyle, right? It's so and that's good. what that that's what we love. The little bulldog mentality. So good. Kyle Balling Lowry. Him. This is what we needed, guys. I was listen, I was one of them too. I'll wait, I'll I'll put my hand up. I was nervous about him. Nervous about the injuries. Everyone nervous was nervous about totally. a shot. Yeah. Nervous about his interest level and in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Starting this season mm-hmm. and he went on a little rut. Yeah. But I don't know if this is the peak of them, but I mean, if we could get some sustainability like this, mm-hmm. it's great, 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 great news for the playoffs. Another huge game for Kyle. He was a leading scorer for the raps with 24 points, 10 assists and seven rebounds. And again, he hit six threes in this game. Yeah. The confidence level that Kyle Lowry has been at, especially since the trade deadline, and I think I think he got a little extra juice after the trade deadline just because it's like, okay, yeah, we're going for this. Yes. Like, we're in this now. Got, yep. This is, like, we're legit. And you got to look around and think for a guy who's a vet like Kyle Lowry, how many more opportunities are you going to have like this where you really have championship aspirations? Mm-hmm. And, hey... I don't like talking too much about what'll happen who or who's winning the finals against Golden State. Like whatever. Mm-hmm. Worry about that when you get there. Yep. Get there first. But in terms of getting to an NBA finals, that's a pinnacle for everybody's career. And, of course. And so we all were worried about Kyle Lowry coming into this season. How would he react without DeMar? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And there's been enough along the way that he has definitely shown that he's up to the challenge. Of course. And they mentioned it during the game, the load management of Kyle. Does he rest in certain games? Do you want, like, does Kyle Lowry not want to play games? Yeah, you know, exactly. like, he, he strikes me as that. a guy that wants to play. Yeah, and I mean, the, the kettle's hot right now. Just keep him on, right? And, it, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't have the stats exactly in front of me right now. But, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the the the, the closed chapter mm-hmm. against the Mar here mm-hmm. might have been like, okay, I see. What right? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Focus now. Yeah. Not listen. He's a professional. I'm not here. I know what you to mean. State though. or say that that's what he was. That's that's what he was thinking or his mind state. But I mean, you don't know, right? It was something that was talked about. So he's been playing a lot better after that game. Or no, since that game. Totally agree. Say. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we know obviously that he's like Demar's his guy. So obviously that would take an emotional bit. toll on him. That's a thing, right? Like they probably had how many countless conversations about getting to the NBA finals themselves mm-hmm. or, you know, frustrating conversations after losing yeah. in to LeBron. Right. So, and then LeBron leaves and they think this is our shot mm-hmm. and it's taken from them. Yeah. In a sense. Right. For sure. But it's just great. And, and the, the moves that have been made by this team, well, I brought this up during the, the game. Size executive and, of the year. Like, Pretty much, right? When they guys? showed, well, like, here, right? here's the thing. When they showed Fred Van Fleet on the bench, I said to you, "You made a great point." Sid. <laughs> last great year, point. Fred yes. Van Fleet was the third most yep. important Raptor. If we go back to last year's playoffs, 
in remember they were he was hurt it was 2-2 in Washington mm-hmm. right remember they won the first two games then they lost the next two in yes. Washington and there was a quote from Stephen A Smith saying that <clears throat> Kyle Lowry was pointing over at Fred Van Fleet who was injured saying uh-huh. we need that guy yep. and he's not in he the lineup did. right now Fred Van Fleet was the third most important raptor he last was. year's team this year's team they don't really miss a beat because they just signed Jeremy Lin plug and play into Fred Van Fleet's minutes. Now, would the Raptors be better with Freddie right of now? Of course. Of course. But the drop-off, like, it's not... He's not the third most important guy on the team right now. You right? Could, like You could make the point maybe fourth, fifth. Yeah. I mean, like, we were naming them off. Right? Yeah. We're not going to do that right now, but we are naming off all the guys, right, that they were like, oh, wait, oh, yeah. It's Agreed. just crazy the top... Nabaka plays yeah, this year. The top-tier talent of this Toronto Raptors it's a good team. good problem to have. Yes, and that's why I keep thinking they're going to make the NBA Finals because yeah. they have veterans who have been there before. They're not going to be nervous in any situation. You have... The biggest problem was the legit go-getter. When the moment gets yes. too tough, who's getting the ball? Who's going to show up to yeah. play? And too many times before... It's like Norm Powell. And on the defensive side as well, too. Also true, which we know was a problem, well-documented with your boy DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. But now you look at this team, and it's just, okay, cool. Their record, even without Kawhi Leonard, continues it's to be so good. Yeah. So the depth of this team, what yep. Masai and company and that whole front office has done within a year to make this team all in. Without and a, really shattering the roster. It's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Let's get to more some more comments here before we wrap up on this game. But uh, someone says uh, that's our face and style, ball movement and fast break. Totally true. I'd also add defense into that. Yeah, and I feel like when you get into the playoffs, you are gonna just run some teams out of the gym because we know that the Raptors' defensive intensity <clears throat> they kind of flick a switch. Yes, right when you have Danny Green, Kawhi, and Siakam all out there, yeah. like. That's the thing where it's it's turned up and it's like, okay, we're going to get stops yeah. here. But again, the macaw in the starting lineup adds such another level of energy and picking up the pace and forcing the team to play faster. Another and they don't want to play faster. Right. But yeah. the Raptors can. That's a key. Yeah. Uh, another comment here. Someone says, I love what Siakam is doing, but I still feel periodically he plays out of control. Still, though, definitely MIP. You said that before. I know. It's almost like I wrote that comment. (laughs) (laughs) Ghostwriter in there? (laughs) It's my burner account, right? (laughs) Um, Here's the thing with Pascal. I think he is great. There's no, like, it's not, when we're talking about stuff or critiquing, Mm -hmm. it's not to say that he's bad or that, like, it's just understanding the next level, right? When and it to is, take that shot. Yeah, when to take that shot, when to force the, you know, one-on-three drive, yes. like tough spinning layup yes. over three guys. It's those little things. But at the same time, I, I'm a Jay-Z guy, so I always bring up the gift and the curse. That what makes him good mm-hmm. is that exact same energy. So it's kind of tough to rein that in. And you kind of got to accept it, accept those mistakes yep. at this point of and his again, career. And again, like, to further my point that I just said, the 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 position that the Raptors are in at this moment, mm-hmm. and pretty much for most of the of the year, right? Yeah, it's kind of where you could get away with exactly. trying stuff like mm-hmm. that, right? I'm sure he's been told, just do what you got to do, right? Come playoff time, it's gonna be a different story. Yeah. Also, too, if we really think about it, the position that Pascal Siakam is in with this team in terms of. He's not the centerpiece guy, right? No. Like he's not the focal point of the team, of the offense. And so you can live and die with those. Yeah. You can have those mistakes and it's okay. It's not like 
he's Kawhi or he's a Kyle Lowry the, where you need him to not turn over the, the ball because you need him to do – it's like the nope. best spot to be in as an athlete sometimes. Exactly. Right? The Phil Kessel thing. I know we said in the yes, hockey yes, terms, yes, right? Yes, Phil yes. Kessel was not a leader. Yeah. But put him with a leader, Crosby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll play out. And he did, right? Yeah. Siakam's in a great spot. You're right. Yeah, he is doing well. And I definitely think that he uh, – Definitely is still in control for the most improved player. Definitely. Although it's become it a tight. Bit, it's yeah. become a competition for sure, which mm. is interesting, but nothing wrong with that at the same time. Um, also, too, Siakam turned into a GIF or GIF. How do I pronounce that? Anyways, the the when he got the dunk happened and they showed the bench reacts of Siakam. Oh. <laughs> that was reaction. funny if you guys saw. I don't know who, That's gonna who, be who was the Miami all player that did it. At, was it Derek Jones Jr.? I think yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was. He, anyways, guys, at the end, like, Towards the end of the game. That dunk was crazy. I, I grabbed you. I was like, oh. <laughs> you were setting up. I'm like, wow. So they showed the replay. And uh, yeah, Siakam was just holding it. And it wasn't even his team. He was like, oh my God. It was so you crazy. You had to respect. That was a crazy. He jumped out of the gym on that Yeah, one. it's such a crazy dunk. And that's great about it was Derek Siakam. Jones that's a good, like, you want that character, right? That's great. Yeah. Like, just, he loves it. You could tell yeah. he loves the ball. The bench. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yes, 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 yes. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. Because, again. He's a fan. And he's gotten the opportunity. These young guys have gotten the opportunity to grow up in this winning culture. Because they mm, show the board during point, the game. Yeah. It's six straight years yeah. of playoffs for the Raptors. Yeah. Which I want to say is like top five in terms of longest current streaks in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You're, you've grown up with winning. And that's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? There's something to say about having your first few seasons in that culture as opposed to the losing culture that this organization's been for the majority of its existence. Yeah. Right? Some uh, it's, some players like in Siakam's place mm-hmm. could be put in a point, kind of be the leader that he's kind of showing, but on a losing team. Yeah. Where it doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. really matter. It's the fact that he's getting to do this, yeah. um, get all his shots up. Mm-hmm. Get better, game in, game out, and be on a winning team with veteran players like we have on the Raptors. Yeah, yeah it's a great Perfect spot. scenario. Yeah. Perfect scenario for a young buck with his skill set as well. Of course. And a team that, for the most part, is very unselfish. As we mentioned, the ball movement. Mm-hmm. Vets who understand, like, because the, the strength of Siakam his glow up doesn't happen unless the other players allow it to yes, happen as yeah. well, right? We always talked about the Kyle Lowry factor with in the role he played with DeMar DeRozan in terms of he wanted DeMar to be a perennial all-star. That's why he deferred. He, yes, and he deferred to him and allowed that to happen. And we're seeing the same thing with Pascal mm-hmm. right now. And one thing that we've been talking about for the whole year that has improved, I would say, at least over the last five games, <clears throat> is the the chemistry with Kawhi and Siakam. I feel like lately we've seen them, you know, drive and kick to each other yeah. in other situations earlier on in the year. Yep. They might have forced up a that. shot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, more comments here from Instagram. Someone says, oftentimes when Kawhi doesn't play, it seems like the ball moves much more and guys get more open shots. Obviously, we are a better team when Kawhi plays, but I'd like to see a bit more movement. Good point. That's what I was saying. Yep. That's and exactly what you said. Yeah. But, is it, but yeah, I mean... Uh, Pretty much a point to that is uh, they give a, the ball a lot to Kawhi. You know the ice. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll, just with that point, I wanted to bring up some something, something I heard. Out of the top twenty players in the NBA, mm-hmm. points per game. Okay, Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Other than Mister No Dribble Shoot, Clay Thompson. Okay, Kawhi touches the ball the less. 
the, oh, the, the least. least. Oh, okay. Other than Clay Thompson, uh, out of the top twenty, that's interesting points per game. Yeah, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard has a ball the least amount of time. Okay, possession wise. Okay, other than Clay Thompson, that's interesting. That makes sense though because he's just super efficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, and also Plus, too, when he has it, he shoots a lot. He, you know yeah. what I mean. If, mm-hmm. It's not like he passes, gets it back, right? Yeah. I don't know where it's I heard like that Kyle from, Lowry but I, I didn't hear yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Kyle Lowry's like more handling the ball. Yep. He's more in possession of the ball than Kawhi. Of like course, the offense it's going to be Clay. He's going to be number one in that one, right? He's a catch-and-shoot guy. But totally. Yeah. It's a good, um, good, good little stat. I'll, for me, though, too, mm-hmm. I also think the ball movement, that's also why I think Marcus Ola in the starting lineup will help so much because mm-hmm. I think having him in the starting lineup will help Kawhi with the ball movement because it forces more ball movement and it also just gives him easier baskets like the pelicans game was a great example of he was just driving to the cup so easily the ball movement was there the cuts were there and that's why i think gasol should be in the starting lineup because you force feed more ball movement into your starting lineup as opposed to you know the tendency that they have where it's just give it to Kawhi and get out of his way because we're down six yeah well like we're (laughs) the the great debate like one of our Famous commenters, mm-hmm. Jeff Berg. Yes. <laughs> he's, he, it's, it's great guys too, by the way. He starts up, there's a good debate if you go on YouTube and you see all the comments. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm not putting words in, in his mouth or paraphrasing, but I think he is a, he said something along the lines where Gasol might have to score a bit more in order for mm-hmm. the trade to make a bit more sense because I guess JV is going off. Yeah. But yeah. like we said, there's so many little, and I know he's a smart basketball guy. Yeah. Jeff Berg is the commenter, but yeah. there's the, the little things that you don't mm-hmm. see open up the floor and yeah. all that, that I think still and I, makes the trade. You had to do it. Yeah. Right. Also too, with JV, it's a great point you make, but the He's same thing with Serge Ibaka, the and same the thing with JV, the things that they do, like that's their strength. We know from watching JV for all these years, yeah. if you give him the touches, he's going to score 20 plus a mm-hmm. night. The problem is the way that the Raptors team was always constituted in terms of DeMar and Kyle or now with Kawhi and Kyle, you didn't need JV to score the 27 points. The Memphis Grizzlies do, right? It's the NBA. Somebody's going to score. And that's not a diss on JV. It's just they will use him more. Gasol isn't there. Obviously, he got traded for him, so it's a bit more touches for JV. I mean, listen, I want JV to succeed. I want We all do, definitely. And even for Masai, as a GM, whenever you do trades, not that I've done trades, but when you do trades, you want both teams to Mm -hmm. win. Yeah. Right? Because then in the future, you might be able to... And do more trades, right? So it's a good, it's a, it's a win for both teams. Yeah. We get veteranship, a great passer, mm-hmm. and you know, they get some young agility, athletic guys yeah. in DeLon and JV, right? Yeah. CJ's not playing well, but. It's just two organizations that are in two different spectrums. Spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it worked out for both. Yeah. I definitely think that's a thing. And I just think the Gasol stuff, I guarantee you guys, I've said this on the last podcast and I'll continue to say this. I guarantee you there will be at least two or three games that Marcus Gasol wins for the, the Raptors in the playoffs yeah. where you're going to be like, oh shit, okay, that's yeah, why we got this why. guy. Uh, another comment here from uh, Alex on Instagram. He says, Lil made a great point during the broadcast. Mm-hmm. He said, Lynn and Gasol additions. And because of that, he's playing re-energized and focused basketball. It I can shows agree your, with that. Yeah, it shows your. I could agree with you're that. You're going for it. Yeah, yeah. It's and just, Lynn hasn't played the best. No, but he will. He'll he'll get. I mean, yeah. he's a, it was a perfect timing too, as Van Fleet went mm-hmm. down, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think too, if I'm not mistaken, in that same Jeremy Lynn interview with Danny Green, he said that oh, he might have found out from Kyle 
that it was going down, like because oh, really? it happened right around the time that the Raptors were playing the Hawks. And I think Kyle's, oh yeah, it was Kyle that said it <laughs> because Danny Green was laughing because Jeremy Lin had no idea. And yeah. Kyle was like, yo man, so you ready? And Lin's like, what, what are you talking about? And then he, they talked about it and they were just like, how do you even know that this is happening? So, and Danny Green was laughing. Danny Green was laughing. He's like, that's just Kyle, man. I don't know. <laughs> Kyle just knows shit. Sometimes. Okay. So what, so uh, Kyle knew that Atlanta was no, buying, that, that buying out there Jeremy were at least, Lin? There were discussions about okay. maybe the Raptors being able to get Jeremy Lin. If Atlanta buys him out. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. So. That was just, it was just a funny little story because yeah, yeah, like yeah. Danny Green's Kyle's reaction was everything. Kyle just happens and Kyle just knows stuff, I He's guess. I don't know. The guy <laughs> in the league, man. Yeah. Well, also, that's the like, as much as the Maasai and Kyle thing, we like gets turned into, oh, he hates Maasai. Like, no. I'm sure they have a good working relationship in the sense that, hey, the guy gave you the big bag. Like, he gave you a lot of money. There's no right that you're actually yeah. that mad at Masai Ujiri. Like, yeah. that's not real. Winning solves all <laughs> yeah, those course, problems. Of course. And they go to the finals, they'll be friends again. Uh, here's a comment. Someone says, worried about load management for Kyle, Serge and Pascal Siakam. Uh, these guys need rest too. Not sure why Lowry played 35 minutes. Um, I'm not worried about load management for Pascal because he's yeah, young. Siakam. Yeah, no, yeah, he's 24. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he's good. Serge, I'm with you, though. And Kyle, Kyle, for sure. Again, the point that they made during the broadcast was maybe you find other ways, right, where you have blowout games like this where Kyle doesn't have to play in the fourth quarter, mm -hmm. and that's how you rest him. Yeah. Because Kyle, his Leo said this again, hat tip to Leo. And I, I prefer Leo than Jack just because I feel like Leo drops more Knowledge. basketball knowledge yeah. here and there whereas jack Jack's more energy funny, yeah, yeah funny energy guy he'll mm -hmm. drop you some basketball knowledge but it's more so energy and like fun yeah. with jack right but leo said with kyle lowry he's a rhythm player yes. and so maybe you you don't want to sit him and rest him for load management because he's in such a good rhythm right now of course yeah. you want to keep that rolling also remember we don't see it but if kyle doesn't sit for a game maybe he doesn't practice mm -hmm. right yeah he has a different off day than everybody else if they go yeah, right the day before or whatnot. Uh, someone says, under, Pasca under Kawhi, Pascal can become unstoppable. Also OG, but that's just a hope and a dream. Yeah, underneath, like having Kawhi Leonard there, Pascal, it's great. yes. OG, again, it's just touches and room, right? Yeah. Whose minutes is OG going to take mm -hmm. for him to flourish like that with Kawhi, with the starting lineup, with Danny? But uh, he's got a lot of times, 21. Another, uh, someone says, that sequence that ended up in the Lynn behind the back pass to OG cutting, definitely. And that's, again, ball movement, Argan energy OG. with that lineup. And it's just ball movement and yeah. back cuts. That's and what you're going to see. Fun. That's what the bench has to do. The bench played really well tonight, and it was from the defensive end. Yeah. Those guys were defending, and they were running the floor, and, and the ball movement was great. Out. Yeah, that's how on they got to play. Three on ones, two on ones. Um, shouts to my dude here from Calgary because I remember him from the last podcast. He says, crazy that McCaw didn't play at all last game, but he gets to start today and plays great. He's going to get playoff minutes for sure. I could see that in the sense where if you need a spark, you need some defensive He's energy, especially if you end up playing like um, the Celtics at some point mm -hmm. and you just throw McCaw out there and say, hey, guard guard Kyrie full court hard for like yeah." four solid minutes yep. and just tire them out. Like those are little things that I could see McCaw yeah, for sure. know, getting burns and doing I'm a, that. I'm a fan of him. I mean, he's learned the system pretty quick. I was 
a little nervous at first. I mean, mm-hmm. the first couple of games, I think me and you even mentioned it. Yeah. I thought he kind of looked lost. That there was just deferring yeah. a bit more. Mm-hmm. But that's normal, typical. Yeah. But, I mean, he's fitting right in and looking like he knows everything. The thing with Makad to me that he's I that I love well. the most is he knows uh-huh. his role. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess it's pretty obvious when you're coming from Golden State. Where yeah. There, it's clear. But like, games like this is what he's used to. Mm-hmm. The ball movement, the yes. quick catch and shooting. Yes. Right? So he makes the, the extra pass. Yeah. He makes the extra pass. He gives up his good shot for a better shot for Danny Green to yep. knock down the three. He's always going to play defense knowing that that's where he's going to get his minutes from. Hustling, guarding full court, jumping in the passing lanes. He's just a great, great role player. And you know that come playoff time when you need something that's just reliable. Of course. Right? Like, let's say you don't know what you're getting from Norm or you don't know what you're getting from OG or Lynn or whatever. It's like, okay, well, at least you know Makah is going to give you energy for five minutes that he's out there. Question for you, too. Now, Jody Meeks, we didn't renew the 10-day contract, right? So. Does is that a spot opened on the roster for the Raptors? What I mean, is it just? I mean, how would that um, dictate for that? The I don't playoffs know. or for that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you can still <laughs> add a player, but they can't after they March can't, first. They can't play in the playoffs, right? If they're on a roster already, yeah. so that's why I think Golden State adding Bogut is allowed because he wasn't on the NBA. He wasn't in on an NBA, NBA roster. Roster, okay. Because um, there were talks about Martin Gorit. Gortat, yeah, Gortat, yeah. yeah. which like whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just extra backup, maybe to then rest Serge down the stretch. There you go. Because yeah. if Serge doesn't play, your centers are you just have Gasol and Boucher, Boucher, right? Ooh, like I'm that's a, it. I'm, 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 I'm not get a couple mad more at that, minutes. but I'm just saying that's a tough course, ask, yeah. right? To have Boucher yeah. playing the five for like a long extended minutes in a game, but but who knows? Maybe some of these games down the stretch, in those crucial games, yeah. Why not? Right exactly. at the same time. Uh, let's see if Norm and OG and McCaw can play like this in the playoffs. We're laughing. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see. It's nice to watch a matchup against the Heat and not feel like we're being out hustled or sorry, and we're not being bullied and out hustled. Totally true. And the Miami Heat are known for yeah, being that bruising. Yeah, yeah, they're bruising defensive intensity it's and junk. diving for loose balls all over the place. And the Raptors really took that <laughs> script and used it against the Heat. That was really great to see. Yeah. And you know what? Thanks to you guys for all these great comments. Again, shouts to you guys on Instagram. There's so many comments in here. Really appreciate it. As always, um, I love too when I start scrolling through and I can see that people are having their own conversation yeah, yeah. <laughs> on IG while the, the podcast is going the on community because yeah, that's what this is all about. Yeah. We talk about it all the time, right? We just want a place for, to talk Raptors just ball. Open the thread. Yes. You open the thread. I come on. That's I can exactly speak some hoops with you. Talk yeah. hoops with everybody. And we I know keep, a lot of the people on there and for sure. And I keep saying this, right? It's a great way. Obviously we do this live, but it's available 24 seven, whenever you want, you can comment and continue that conversation because you can listen to it on the podcast, which is on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google play. And of course, YouTube, Mm -hmm. but those are where the comments are. That's where the conversation continues in between the games as well. And I really appreciate the fact that you guys have been such a major point in sharing this podcast and spreading the love. That is this Raptor season, because that's all we're here to do. Yeah. Just talk about the raps in the greatest season and that the raps. How excited have. are we? I, everybody is. Like, I can't wait for the playoffs, especially yeah. the live shows. Yeah. The comments. Yeah. The, the, the podcast after when the playoffs gonna are fun. going, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's when it's going to, uh, the community is going to respond. We're going to blow up. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of fun just to know, because like, I feel like um, 
I always felt like there's a bunch of Raptors fans out there that are yeah. underserviced. And so to do this project and realize that, yes, that is true. There are a lot of people yep. there that would tune in and that do want to talk about Raptors yeah. all day, every day, all day, every day here for that. So really appreciate you guys. Of course, if you tune in live on Twitter at shell Alexander, you can catch the podcast there live with your comments as well. Same thing on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Shouts to you guys for sure. Making this show what it is. Thank you. Uh, Bellamo, where can the people find yes, you, man? Yes, Always YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, Mike Bello underscore six. Hit me up, guys. And again, guys, Raptors win, Raptors win, Raptors win. 125-104. Raptors set a franchise record for made threes with mm-hmm. 21 made threes. And they shot the lights out. The ball movement was 30 crazy. Plus 30 plus assists for the Toronto Raptors team. They had just like crazy assist numbers in this game. The ball movement, like this is a picture perfect game if yes. you're Nick Nurse. Yes. Right? And then you add Kawhi and Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the team is, hey, it's just more practices as Kawhi likes to say. This was yeah. a good practice for this the Raps. This was a good practice. This was a good practice for the Raps. But we'll be back again. Uh, when do they play the Cavs? Tomorrow. 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 Raptors, Cavs. And LeBron and the Lakers. Thursday. Thursday or something like that? Yes, later on this week. Tomorrow the Cavs. Tristan Thompson, the Brampton man. (laughs) And the Cavs. Yes. There's uh, so much I could say there, but I'm just going to let it go. Say that for you and Webby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, guys. Thanks for tuning in on this Wrap It Up podcast. Because I used to pray for times like this to rhyme rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, tomorrow, Mm -hmm. see ya. Peace.